Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Good morning, my sweet friends, and I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the Girl I Need a Podcast. I am your host, Deshanel. Um, So today, I'm not recording this on a Tuesday or Wednesday, which is really weird. I'm trying to get ahead of the week so I don't, so I can be sure not to fall off because y'all know me. I've been a little flaky as of, well, as of, honestly, as of recent, I've been on the ball, but I'm trying to keep it up consistent. So I was like, okay, when I find time, I'll just do it record it have it there waiting for me so i can just upload it rather than oh i have to wait until tuesday or i have to wait until wednesday and then if things happen in the weekend i can't do it making an excuse so that is my game plan so i'm calling this on a on a saturday it's saturday morning and i have a wedding to this afternoon i'm really excited about that but it looks like it's gonna rain and i don't know if i don't know if this is an outdoor wedding or not but it's a formal wedding and my dress is to the ground. So I'm kind of concerned that if it's outside, like the grass will be wet and icky. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is today is a very exciting day. And we're here to talk about all things Abigail. And also, um, I guess it's like, don't be, because I feel like I've been living my life safe. So I'm trying to get out of that. Um, When I was talking to a friend about this, I'm trying to get out of the safe, like making safe decision, making safe choices and be more bold and courageous. Like I spoke about with um, Joshua from the book of Joshua, I think a few, a free podcast back, but I really want to be bold and courageous. You know, of course, I always tell y'all, you stay within the guidelines that the Lord has set before us. We want to stay because they are there to protect us. But I feel like I put up additional guidelines in and this might, I may be wrong, but I felt like, I feel like I'm living my life in guidelines that I set up within God guidelines. So if God gave me like this big, um, 50, I don't know, feet of, um, that's a small, anyway, y'all get it. But he gave me this 50 feet of guidelines. I feel like I'm living in like 15 of those guys. Like that's how I feel like I'm kind of like living like restricted. So my goal is to not do that anymore my goal is to like if these are the 50 live within the 50 does that make sense hopefully that does measurements hard um but yeah so today we're going to talk about all things abigail and what that has and how i think this can encourage us to just act quickly as women but also to not be so afraid to use our wisdom but anyway I just read this. I think I'm sure I've heard this story because I, you know, you grew up in the church and you hear stories, but you forget them over time sometimes when you don't hear them all the time. So I'm pretty sure I've heard the story before, but when I read it just now, like tears came to my eyes because the end was so unexpected. I was like, bro, what? But anyway, that's not it. The point is, this is in 1 Samuel verse 25. And of course, always, always, always read it for yourself. I really hope, Heavenly Father, please help this word just minister to your people. 
Um, just let me be filled with your spirit and that everything I say be used to really blast the person, the blast, the person who is listening to this. I want to thank you for using me. I want to thank you for the girl who clicked on this podcast and I hope it does her spirit. Well, I hope she has a beautiful, beautiful day in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Okay. So let's get into all things. Abigail. Alrighty. So basically with Abigail, this is the gist of the story. So Abigail, how they say he was mean and surly, her husband. And Abigail was not, she was intelligent and beautiful. Ooh. So Abigail and I was married to this man and he, and I guess David and his men were out in the desert and they were like basically protect, because they were out there, this army, they basically was protecting this man's like field, basically. This is my understanding of it. They were protecting his field. And because they was protecting his field, nobody robbed him or whatever. So now David was like, I bet. Send some men to greet this man who we've been protecting all this time. You know, send some soldiers. Y'all go meet him and tell him, like, hey, we've been protecting y'all all this time. Like, what can you share with us? Chat the policy. Ah? Nabal. Nabal said, sir? What? Who's this David? Who sent you here? And he insulted these men. And he told them to take the insults that he said and say, tell David what I said. So the messengers went. And he told David what they said. And David was like, really? David was like, gather gather all the men. Well, not all, but you know. And gather some men. I think it was like 400. Gather these 400 men. And we going down there to show Nabal what's up. Okay? Because you don't insult King David and get away with it. No, not like that. So the messengers now, because they know their master is not too bright. They mean it's early. They was like, let's go tell Abigail. Hopefully she can save us because we about to die. So they told Abigail, it's like, Abigail, the Paul did this and he sent the messengers and Abigail was like, say what? And the scripture said, Abigail acted quickly. And Abigail, I want to give you all today exactly what she gathered, but she gathered a bunch of things for them. And what I gather from this is, anyway, let me finish the story. Yeah, but she gathered 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five dressed sheep, five seers of roasted grain, a hundred cakes of raisins, and 200 cakes of pressed figs and loaded them on the donkeys. And she was like, y'all, lead me to David. Let's go. And then she went to David. She fell before him. And she was like, pardon your servant, my Lord, and let me speak to you. Hear what I have to say. She paid no attention to him. He's, she called him wicked. To, to call your own husband wicked is a lot. But anyway, wicked Nabal. And she said, she said, he's, his name means fool and folly, man. She was just insulting Paul. Well, I guess he's not Paul about, but she was insulting her own husband. Right? So David, I guess, took the, he was like, okay, cool. He was like, I gotta forgive y'all, you know? And he took the things and he went into the thing. And I guess he, he handed the situation over to God. Um, and I think it was 10 days later, Nabal was struck dead. What? I was like, what, what's going on? Like, that was so quick. I think it was 10 days. Let me make sure. 10 days later, Nabal was struck dead. And then after that, David was like, yeah, 10 days later. And then after that, David was like, they, they heard the message, some messenger tell David, like, yeah, Nabal died, you know. And David was like, yes, God has like, you know, you know, dealt with the situation for me. And guess what David do? David, David said I was never a clown. David sent the messenger to ask Abigail to be his wife. I said, stop it. Y'all, stop. cut it out. Cut it out. Like, I couldn't take it. But anyway, <laughs> the Bible is such a good book. It's such a good book. Anyway, great Great word and word. I loved it. But anyway, so after that, I said, wow, 
wow. So now let's get down to this. Now, the, my interpret no, not interpretation, but what we can understand from this. Number one, just because you see things going a certain way, when thing when people bring what we can learn from if someone brings a situation to you, you can act. The Bible says she was intelligent and beautiful. You can be both intelligent and beautiful, and act quickly. You know, there's no time to wait. There's no time to oh, what should we do? There's no time to go and like sometimes. People like to go and prove to other people how smart they are, how right they are. She could have gone to her husband, wasting time, um, rowing him or having like a big grand discussion with him, you know, just, you know, doing all these things, knowing that it wasn't going to serve no purpose. And then all of them would have been dead, wiped out. But she acted quickly and she used her wisdom. She used her knowledge and she did what she thought was best in that moment. That's number one. Number two, she acted with humility because she could have stand on the pride side with her husband and be like, yeah, my husband ain't a fool. My husband ain't this. And she could just say, too bad for David. Guess what? Wipes clean. Bam. Dead. Just like in a ball. But no, she said, she fell at David's feet. She was like, please forgive us. Pardon us. You know, don't mind. Don't mind us. I didn't know. But I brought you these things, you know, for you and your men, you know? So she acted with humility. Number three, what we can learn from this story, not really Abigail, but like hand the situation over to God. A lot of people like to act with revenge. If someone does you wrong, if someone insults you, we're so quick to just, you know, get on and just want to fight and defend ourselves. What we could see that David was going to do. But in that moment, you know, you can change your mind. You know, sometimes your initial knee jerk reaction is it won't like you. It's okay. Like, for instance, if someone says, uh, someone upset you and you get in your car and you start driving, tearing down the highway and you're going to just, you, you just gonna, let me say you both to tell them about all their ancestors, right? But halfway through the drive, you just begin to calm down. You say, you know what? Let me go get some ice cream. And you turn your car into some ice cream place and you come back home. That's okay. You know what I mean? We're not, we're Christians, but we're not perfect. So at every moment, your knee-jerk reaction will not be to be Oh, let me go and pray by the well. You know, sometimes you get angry and that's okay. But you can, in a moment, in all moments, turn the situation over to God. And we talked about forgiveness last week and, and like building up resentment and all those things. But I want you to be encouraged that your life is a constantly, you are constantly a work in progress. Okay. And you might be like, oh, this is just how I am. My, like, if you, initially you went to like, just go and tell someone off, you feel like you have to follow through on that because that was your initial reaction. But no, you know how progress happens? Is the first time you get in your car to tell them off, you might hit their doorstep and you might actually tell them off. The second time you get in your car to tell them off, you might hit their doorstep, but you might be like, you know what, let me go back in my car. The third time, you might just hit, their, you know, just hit the curb where they live. The fourth time, you might just hit, you know, the corner. And then eventually, like, hopefully you wouldn't get to tell these people off that much time. But then it's different, pe- different people. But you know what I mean? It's like progress over time. But if you keep reminding yourself and you keep telling yourself, like, you know, maybe this isn't the way I want to live forever. Let's build on this. How do we get to the place where we can? The first, uh, first knee-jerk reaction is to pray by the well side, you know. How do we get to that place? And you know how you get to that place? Is constantly reminding yourself of who you want to be. Of constantly reminding yourself to give the situation over to God. Constantly talking out loud to yourself. People believe people who talk out loud to yourselves are crazy. I talk aloud to myself. 
I'm talking out loud to an empty room right now. I mean, it's recording and I hope someone's going to listen to it eventually other than me. But at the same time, sometimes you have to talk to yourself because sometimes you are the only person with you. And guess what? You are the person in charge of you. You're the person making these decisions. Your actions are you like and they have consequences. So I encourage you to, you know, don't act so quickly, but hand the situation over to God because he can do so much more than you. Okay. David would have killed Nabal in that moment, and we don't know what the consequences of that would have been, but I'm sure it would have had consequences. But you know what happened? David handled the situation over to God. He forgave. He took the thing from Abigail and said, you know what, girl, bye. And you know what David got out of it? First of all, he didn't have any death on his, he didn't have any blood on his hands, number one. And number two, he got a whole wife, and she was beautiful and intelligent. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So, hand the situation over to God. So that's what we can learn from David. But anyway, back to Abigail. So we learned that you can be intelligent, act quickly, but you know what? Don't be afraid. Because like I said, she could have sent the men. Her, she could have just sent the men and say, y'all go give this to them. I'm away back here and I'm, a, you know, hopefully y'all come back safe. But she was brave enough, bold enough to go herself. Just like Judge Deborah was able to go into battle. She was like, whatever have you, whatever David give us, we gonna get together. And I just think that is so beautiful. So, you know, sometimes it is, it is nice. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It is nice to be safe. It is nice to protect yourself. And always, 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 the Bible t- tells us to guard our hearts, you know, above all else. Because everything we do flow from it. And, you know, but at the same time, how do you, how many people are you not shining your light to because you're so scared, you know? How many people are you not allowing to be blessed by the things you have to say, by the things you have to do, by the things you need to deliver to this world because you are scared? How many blessings are you blocking from yourself because you decide to be in a box because you're scared of what other people are going to say? People out there don't care about us. They will think about us for five seconds and move on, okay? Everyone is so into themselves, I can assure you. If they if they thinking about you, they ain't thinking about you that long. Maybe five minutes, if, you, if you're lucky, you know? But a lot of times we like to give people so many power, so much power over ourselves and in our decision making. And I just think that has to stop, you know? So for me, um, I told you all this. It's not what other people think that hinders me. It's me protecting myself from getting hurt. I just believe, like I said, because of that scripture, you know, guard your heart. I took that and I said, I will protect it from everyone that I see can hurt it. But right now I'm in a place in my life where I'm just like, I don't want to miss out on something beautiful. Or I don't want to miss out on something great. Um, simply because I was too scared to take it. You know, like I said, we are the ones in charge of our lives. We are the one creating our destiny. Yes, our end is written and yes, it is great. But if you don't take it, if you don't jump at the opportunities, you're going to miss it. And who will you have to blame? Yourself. So because of that, I'm opening up my boundaries just a little bit. Staying in the guidelines that God has said, but we're opening them up. And being more like Abigail, being more bold, being more beautiful, being more bright, um, being more bold and courageous like Joshua tells us to do. So yeah, I hope that made sense. I hope you are encouraged by this word. But in all things, just shine bright. And in all things, just do your thing. Do what you know is best. Because like Abigail, you don't know the outcome. Like she went from having a mean and surly husband, a mean and surly 
to now, I guess, being a queen. I don't know if she was considered a queen because there were many wives. But anyway, y'all get the idea. But like, she, because of her action, she got like a husband in the end. Because like I said, she would have been wiped clean. She would have been dead if David, if she didn't act. She would have been dead. But now she was alive. Uh, well, and then she was able to have a, a whole new king. And I, I have a strong feeling David was handsome. I just know that. I just feel that. So now she has a nice husband who will take care of her and who will not be mean and surly. So with all that is to say is just like I said, go out there this week and be bold, courageous, beautiful, bright, and intelligent. Love you, girl. Have the best week. See you next week. Bye.